Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. It is Friday, April 15th, and this is People Every Day. Happy Friday, everyone, and what a good Friday it is. Janine Rubenstein here, and we've got a great show planned for you, hoping to send you off into the weekend informed, inspired, and in the groove. So first, let's get right into the stories making the biggest buzz out there. Hello, Wave Set Cephas. Yesterday on Instagram, Cardi B and Offset announced the name of their seven-month-old son, whom they welcomed on September 4th. Wave was looking pretty fresh as he sat in his little bassinet with a blue beanie, blue coat, and several, several diamond necklaces. Cardi later tweeted that Offset was the one who thought of what to name their son, saying, quote, when Set suggested Wave, I was sold. That had to be his name. Wave is the second child between the two rappers after already sharing three-year-old daughter culture. And the whole fam turned out in amazing high fashion for the latest cover of Essence magazine. If you haven't seen the shoot, check it out now. The couple's kids together, as well as Offset's little ones from previous relationships, are all slaying. But back to the little wave maker. You guys have to see Cardi's post. He has just the cutest little pose and the biggest eyes. Congrats again to Queen Cardi and Offset. Moving on to some Dancing with the Stars drama. Former host and season seven winner Brooke Burke went on the Behind the Velvet Rope podcast earlier this week and threw some shade at current host Tyra Banks. The 50-year-old Brooke Burke body founder did not hold back discussing Tyra's tenure as host. You know, she's a diva. Everybody knows she's a diva. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not, I'm not saying anything bad about her. Be a diva. It's not the place to be a diva. You know, your pros are the diva, your winner, your perfect 10 score dancer who's never done it. That defines diva in the ballroom. So, you know, I just think it wasn't embraced. And you're just not the star as a host. Like, it's just not about you as the host, right? I mean, in Tyra's defense, you don't hire Tyra Banks to be the host of any show and not expect her to be a diva. (laughs) She's the Tyra Banks. Whether it's been addressing her on-air flubs or her out-there fashion choices, Tyra has been vocal about pushing back against the critics and doing things her own way. Like what she told James Corden. But I don't really care, child. Different is what? Better. better better. It is. It's better than better. We got time to be like pretty and in a normal dress because nobody's going to say anything about a pretty dress. You know, you got to like push and go for it. Look, no matter what show she's on, Tyra is going to do what's best for Tyra. (laughs) And what's best for Tyra is usually pretty entertaining for the rest of us. And now we have a Royals update for you that I am very excited to get into. Meghan Markle and Prince Harry touched down in the Netherlands for Prince Harry's fifth Invictus Games, but on their way there, they made a quick pit stop in Windsor to visit the Queen. That's right, Meghan returned to England for the first time since she and Harry stepped down as senior royals in March 2020, and they did it secretly. Amazing. I have been itching to talk about this since we first found out about their completely under-the-radar visit. So joining me now to do just that is people's Stephanie Petit. Hey, Stephanie. Hey, Janine. How are you? 
Great. Well, well, tell me what we know about this visit. I, I want to know all the details. So a spokesperson for the couple did confirm that they visited Harry's grandmother, the queen, who's turning 96 next week at Windsor Castle, where she's been staying. And although Megan has said she's been in contact with the queen over phone and video chats over the past couple of years, this was the first time that Megan and Harry returned to England together in just over two years. So this was a long awaited visit. Wow. Do we know anything about if the kids were there? We know they've been FaceTiming grandma, but I'm wondering, were they able to make it out? We don't think the kids were there, but who knows? They might pop up. Well, as we mentioned, this was Megan's first time back in the UK since March 2020, but Harry's been back twice since then. So remind us why Harry made those other two trips across the pond. That's right. Since relocating to California, Prince Harry returned to the UK in April 2021, of course, to attend the funeral of his grandfather, Prince Philip. And he made the trip again a couple months later in July to unveil a statue of his late mother, Princess Diana, alongside his older brother, Prince William. Got it. Got it. And I remember him having that back and forth about security and making sure that his family could be secure and going there. So of course, there were plans in the works. Well, as we know, this Sunday is Easter Sunday, and we also got an update that the Queen isn't going to be publicly celebrating. So so what do we know about this? This is a, a big deal that she's skipping, no? It is. The Queen did step out recently on March 29th to attend a memorial service honoring her late husband, but she's missed a number of events in recent months due to mobility and health issues. Of course, she's turning 96, so she has that age on her and she has a busy spring ahead, including a weekend of Platinum Jubilee celebrations in June. But yes, people confirmed that the Queen is not expected to join the Easter Sunday service. She's strong in her face, so she can't physically make it to church. It's likely that she'll worship online and she may even have some visitors for the holiday as other members of the royal family will be attending mass so they can easily drop in to pay the queen a visit. For sure, for sure. And maybe we'll see Prince William and and Kate who have not been mentioned in this surprise drop-in from Harry and Meghan. So I I am watching these Windsors, man, to see what's going on. But um, Harry and Meghan, they are now in the Netherlands uh, for the Invictus Games. Tell us what we can expect. Yeah, they made their first appearance on Friday, and that was for a welcome reception for the teams. And Megan sported this amazing all-white outfit, so definitely go look up a picture of that. But in the coming days, the official opening ceremonies will kick it off on Saturday night. I'm sure we'll see Megan and Harry cheering on the sidelines at sporting events, so definitely keep an eye out in the coming days. For sure. Well, as always, we will continue to keep you guys updated on all things Royals. And Stephanie, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me. Coming up, we have so much music news to get into, you guys. We've got new songs, new albums, Lizzo's hosting and performing on SNL, Coachella's underway. There's just so much to talk about. But first, April 15th is a very special day in the U.S. And no, not just because it's tax day. On this day in 1947, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in professional sports. Coming up after the break, we celebrate Jackie Robinson Day. We'll be right back. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let Mom's Green Thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give Mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. 
We are back, and today on Flashback Friday, we're honoring the late, great Jackie Robinson. Most people in America hear the name Jackie Robinson and know that he was the first Black baseball player. Robinson broke the color barrier in 1947 with the Brooklyn Dodgers, over 17 years before the passing of the Civil Rights Act. Frequently, when traveling with his teammates, Jackie couldn't stay in the same hotel. He faced booze and and name-calling from fans and other players wherever he went, and constantly received death threats, much of which was dramatized in the 2013 film 42, where he was played by the late, great Chadwick Boseman. Get me up! Just get him out. Just get him out. Understand? Through it all, Jackie proved himself to be one of the greatest players in the history of baseball. Jackie won the National League Rookie of the Year Award in his first year, the National League MVP in 1949, and in 1955, Jackie and his Dodgers won the World Series. Robinson was a civil rights activist on and off the field. After he retired from professional baseball, he served on the NAACP board for 10 years, starting his own construction company to build housing for low-income families, and was an avid supporter of Martin Luther King Jr. Dr. King once said, Jackie Robinson made my success possible. Without him, I would never have been able to do what I did. Wow. So in 1997, Major League Baseball retired Jackie's iconic number 42 across the entire sport. And with an idea inspired by Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr., every year on Jackie Robinson Day, every Major League player wears number 42. Today, all 30 Major League teams will pay tribute to Jackie Robinson with one game hosting a very special guest. Jackie's wife, Rachel Robinson, who is 99 years young and has continued Jackie's legacy of activism. She will be in attendance at the Dodgers game tonight here in LA and for some special on-field celebrations. 75 years ago, Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier. He is our trailblazer, our freedom fighter. And in honoring him, we honor the dreams in all of us. Happy Jackie Robinson Day, everyone. As you all know, on Fridays, we like to get you ready for the weekend by sharing some new music that should be at the top of your playlist. Well, the good news is that there is so much music news going on, we are going to do an entire segment on it today. I do not know if you heard the news that had me giddy with excitement yesterday, but it was announced that Mary J. Blige will be receiving the Icon Award at this year's Billboard Music Awards. In my mind, it's hard trying to figure out how there can be something more iconic than that Super Bowl performance she gave, complete with a full-on layout on the stage. But I guess we're just going to have to wait and find out. Come on, everybody, get on down, cause you know we got to get it wrong. And there is so much more music news out today. So here to help me turn up the volume is People Staff Editor Jeff Nelson. Hi, Janine. Happy Friday. Hi. Happy Friday. It is Coachella weekend, Jeff. The dirt, the long walks to the stages, the long drives to the parties. Did I mention the dirt? (laughs) But despite the schlep, it is so worth it for the thousands who are hightailing it to the high desert to see Billie Eilish, Harry Styles, Doja Cat, and so many more, including Swedish House Mafia and The Weeknd, who are headlining in place of Kanye. But Swedish House Mafia has a lot more to celebrate this week, right? Take time to know where your heart is at Takes a man to be real Takes a woman to know that 
they are back and they are ready to turn up on this new album, Paradise Again. They certainly have lots of new material to play at Coachella this weekend. They were originally slated to play the festival to begin with, but obviously when Kanye dropped out a few weeks ago, they took over his headlining slot with The Weeknd. And I mean, between the two of them, they have a few collabs already. They have Moth to a Flame and How Do I Make You Love Me, which that was my my favorite one on his last album. Nice. This is the first time they'll be playing Coachella in a decade, shortly before they broke up. Well, there are two artists with new music out today who aren't going to Coachella, but they are using their songs to honor their beloved parents who have passed on. So Gavin DeGraw released the title track off of his new album, Face the River, and the song is a dedication to his parents who both died in recent years. Take a listen. And much like DeGraw's music video, Bay Area rapper g Easy's newest release features photos of his lost loved ones. And a People exclusive, g Easy talked about the difficulty of losing his mother, who died five months ago. And his single, Angel, is a tribute to her. This is, you know, a bit more of a contemplative song from him. His mother, Suzanne, died in November. The song is very much inspired by her. And he actually spoke with one of our reporters. And he talked all about how dealing with the grief of that loss really informed this song. He talked about while he was recording the chorus of this song, he really felt her presence and her energy. And this was my favorite line from the, from the interview, but he said, her favorite thing in the world was to come to my shows and smoke her joints and dance to my music when I performed. When I heard it the first time, I was, I was tearing up. And he seems like this is helping, you know, him cope. Five months is not a long time. He said it, the grief process for him has been really lonely and he didn't really want to push that onto other people, but he did say that he and his brother James have gotten closer and he's leaned on some of his friends. This song was a way for him to kind of channel that grief that he's been going through. Ahead of her pulling double duty as both host and musical guest this weekend on Saturday Night Live, Lizzo has dropped her song About Damn Time. So tell me everything to know about the song, the video, and the announcement of her new album. Well, Lizzo takes us to the dance floor. This is a full-on disco bop. And with this song about damn time from Lizzo, it's really about coming out of a dark time and she's ready to dance and celebrate life and pop the champagne. She's really kicking off this new era with a celebratory jam. But the new album is called Special, and it is due out July 15th. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm, I am sensing some songs of the summer out of this with a July 15th drop. Jeff, thank you for taking us through all of the music buzz out there. Always. Thank you, Janine. 
All right, you guys, I'm sending you off with something to make you salivate today. (laughs) See what I did there? With so many of you getting together with friends and family to celebrate Passover and or Easter this weekend, there's one thing we know for sure. People will be eating. To those who will be cooking, though, we've got some ideas for fun, last-minute dishes coming from one of our favorite expert foodies, People Food Editor Anna Calderon. Take it away, Anna. Hi, everyone. Happy Passover. Happy Easter. Whichever you're celebrating this weekend, I have two delicious ideas you're going to love. The first one, matzah cinnamon toast crunch cereal, comes from celebrity cookbook author Adina Sussman. She co-wrote Chrissy Teigen's cookbooks. It seems like everyone's making their own cereals these days, and for this, you just place one matzah board on a baking sheet and brush it with two tablespoons of softened butter and then sprinkle it with sugar and cinnamon and a little bit of sea salt. Broil it until the sugar boils about four minutes. Then let it cool and break it up into pieces and serve it in a bowl with milk. So fun. For Easter, we're going to take a hint from the queen herself, Ina Garden. I want you to make any cupcakes you love. Box mix is fine, or Ina loves her coconut cupcakes. Decorate them with vanilla frosting, then dip the tops in shredded coconut and top each one with a yellow peep. So cute and festive, but so simple. Ooh, those cupcakes sound so fun. I might have to try those out with the kids this weekend. Well, enjoy all of the holidays, everyone. We'll be back on Monday with a new episode of People Every Day. People Every Day is produced by Chrissy Lindquist, Tony Mantia, Madison Lesby, Rachel King, Matt Sav, Amy Machado, and the great team at Pod People. Edited by Morgan Foose and Carter Wogan. People's producers are me, Janine Rubenstein, and Charlotte Triggs, with help from Elisa Sessler and Fallon Harge. Executive produced by David Blumenbaum and Zoe Ruderman.